welcome to the podcast. I'm Katie. I'm Hannah. And this is One Kiss Kiss Means Forever. This is the podcast that has you go, I've loved you my entire life, but also at the same time go, this will never work. (laughs) About all of your favorite made-for-TV romances, the kind that you find on Hallmark, Netflix, and various other sorts of streaming slash network television. Um, Today as we do during the year, we have a Hallmark one for you. Yes. Uh, Katie, I think you should tell us what we're watching and where we're watching it. Oh. I I think that's important for today. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, as we promised um, with our last podcast, that uh, you might have noticed that we're doing this um, one week instead of two weeks after, because this particular movie, as you probably see on your podcast feed, is called uh, My Boyfriend's Back, Wedding March 5, or Wedding March 5, My Boyfriend's Back, um, as we can't quite decide. But if you noticed, today's date is March 5th. (laughs) And so we thought it would be hilarious if we had Wedding March 5 on March 5, on our normal day that we um, air our podcast, which is today on Thursdays. Um, It was too (laughs) stupid and hilarious of uh, something to pass up, so. Yeah, we we felt necessary to to do this because we thought it was funny. (laughs) I couldn't stop giggling. And to be quite honest, this particular movie has been coming up for me at slash us the last, um couple of months I guess we, we watched this movie um a while back when I think it first aired but um we recently did Unleashing Mr. Darcy um which has the is one of the starring people is in this movie um we talk about Tyler Hines consistently <laughs> who's also in this movie um and then we were having a conversation about um one of the supporting characters Nelson Wong who is um Kenny in so many different things, which we'll talk about in a future episode, maybe. But he's not Kenny in this no, movie. No, he's not Kenny in this. But um, for this and a couple of other reasons, like it just keeps coming up, and so we figured yeah. kismet, serendipity, or you know, just law of attraction was telling us. Yeah. To also, do this movie. just on a personal level, I recently went because. Of- when we originally watched this movie, I'd never watched any of the Wedding March movies before. I just watched five. Did you watch more? I have now seen all of them. Oh my god, I'm so jealous! (laughs) That's something that I wanted to do. It's on Hallmark Movies now, Katie. Okay, well, I I went through and read all of the Wikipedia uh, synopsis. No, I, 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 I wrote the backstory based on my own personal knowledge. I'm very impressed. Good job. Yeah. So this is not a plug for Hallmark's movies now. But, uh, there you go. Yeah. Um, so the the premise of this movie, which originally aired on June 8th of 2019. Not March 5th. No, it didn't. They missed out. <laughs> <laughs> we are much more on top of things. Thank you very much. Um, so the synopsis is, while planning her first wedding, I feel like Asterix by herself. Right. Uh, Annalise is shocked to, to discover the best man is her ex-boyfriend. Meanwhile, inn owners Olivia and Mick both have secret plans in the works. That's all you get. Sorry, guys. That's it. And it stars Jack Wagner, Josie Bissett, and the aforementioned Cindy Busby and Tyler Hines. There you go. 
Um, so here is the breakdown that Hannah referred to previously um, of the previous <clears throat> Wedding March movies. Um, so uh, it is the fifth movie in a series about Mick and Olivia, played by Jack Wagner and Josie Bissett. And um, while you don't need to have seen any of these other movies, um, the important thing to note is that Mick and Olivia were college sweethearts. When Mick's band took off, he went on tour and left Olivia at college, even though she was his songwriting partner. And he didn't come back for her. Well, um, I guess he did, but then he didn't really act on it, so they ended up with other people. And 20 years later, Olivia is getting remarried at an inn in Vermont, and it turns out that Mick, having retired from being the rock star he apparently got to be, owns this inn, and they reconnect. And of course, Olivia doesn't get remarried, and now the two of them live at the inn and run it together, though now it's really more of an exclusively um, wedding venue destination now, and Olivia is basically a wedding planner. Um, At this time, it is important to note that they are not married, even after five movies, and that it covers about two years in the Hallmark universe. Um, So that's all of the Wedding March movies, one through four, and here we are. Yeah, there, there's a bunch of other things that happen in them, but they're not pertinent because it's you. Just like in this movie, there's like a secondary or primary story, and Mick and Olivia are kind of secondary. There you go. Yeah, you know, so, the through line or something. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so we're at the beginning of this movie. Yay! Hooray! Um, Cindy Busby plays Annalise, a New York wedding planner who is successful, but is just starting her own company so she's leaving where she's been successful and starting essentially again Uh, she's planning the wedding of her friends Jen and Lucas and if all goes well she'll get investors in her company Um, I don't really understand this bit because I don't really understand how investors in a wedding planning business work I think she just needs a bank loan but unsure unsure not thinking too hallmark world (laughs) it's whatever Uh, so she's Excited. Well, excited and scared. <laughs> As you would be. You get it? Oh my god. <laughs> okay. And of course, uh, the wedding will be at Willow Lake Inn, which is Mick and Olivia's place. <laughs> Mick and Olivia are all ready to do all the things they need to do for this wedding week. But also coming up is the 25th anniversary of their very first date back in college. So both assume that the other one is going to forget, but they both want to do something super duper special. Um, So Mick decides he's going to recreate their first date, which was a picnic with supremely bad wine and a special brownie. Not that kind of special brownie. No. It's just... It's called a Milky Milk Moon Bar. (laughs) To be specific. Um, And at the same time, Olivia is um, going through the motions of making him a photo album of all the things she has um, kept throughout the years. And both of them require the help of Duke, their mutual best friend and also in chef. Um, And he he has, um, he's toggling back and forth and he is being sworn to complete secrecy by the both of them. So hijinks ensue for sure. Yes. So Annalise, Jen, and Lucas arrive at the inn, ready to work on all the wedding things that apparently can get done in one week before the wedding. The other person that is supposed to come for the full week before the wedding is the best man, but he hasn't arrived yet. He's coming separately for 
for some reason. <laughs> they tell us, but it's not important. Um, Annalise starts getting ready, and she has to build an arch but by herself, handwrite all the welcome schedules to go in all the welcome gift bag basket things, and do all the general putting out of fires that happen right before a wedding that, of course, happen. Of course. Um, so thank goodness Olivia is there to basically be a secondary wedding planner because... It's clear Annalise cannot handle all of this by herself. Um, And then, of course, the best man arrives. And it turns out that it's Brad, played by Tyler Hines, Mm. the childhood sweetheart of Annalise. And uh, they did not have an amicable breakup. No. So that's... So, uh uh-oh. Yeah. So Brad is just as surprised to to see Annalise. Um, They've known each other, apparently, since the second grade. (laughs) Um, so, you know, it's, it's kind of out of the blue. Um, but he watches her fail miserably at building this wedding arch. And so he goes to help. Um, she's apparently still so mad at him from the breakup five years earlier that she's not very appreciative of his help. Um, uh, some backstory on that turns out he broke up with her on the day they were supposed to move to New York together. So not his best timing. Um, but he takes the blame and he helps her with this arch anyway. Um, in wanting to make peace with Annalise, at least for the week of the wedding, Brad goes to offer her lemonade, or as he calls it, apologade. Cute. Um, when she accepts, he goes to replace her empty cup with the one he brought, and a la Love Actually, all the schedules she so painstakingly hand wrote uh, that were being held down by the cup go flying into the duck pond. Yep. <laughs> and they, oh no. they have to... Try to save them. Nobody takes off their clothes and jumps into the lake, but, you know, it's it's close. Um. Just, just, so, long story short, if you're handwriting anything, don't do it by a water source. Just or be by dry land. Don't do it outside. <laughs> don't do it where wind is an But is, it's a is pretty day. And, uh, it, it's, it's upsetting. Uh, so Brad does try to save them, but it's, it's really a lost cause. Um, so Annalise t- does actually take the... Take it in stride pretty well. Like, she's she's mad, but she's not, like, cranky mad. She's not as mad as I would have been. Yeah. Um, and she just kind of adds, like, well, I guess we have to get these printed now and puts it on her to-do list. Yeah. She took a calligra- calligraphy class so she could do these by hand, but now she has to get yeah. them. Whatever. So Brad helps Annalise pick out the paper and font for these schedules, and they get to a better place, um, the both of them, emotionally, and they decide that they're going to be friends. Um, Granted, Jen and Olivia think that it could be more, and they're only pushing a little bit about like, ooh, you and Brad? How's Brad? Annalise, how's Brad going? How are things with Brad? Um, So that's the little bit that they push. but there are a whole lot of other things to deal with, at the, of course, because there are 10 last-minute RSVPs that they somehow need to accommodate in this wedding weekend. And so, what, and at the same time, one of Annalise's investors arrives to basically test the wedding. So craziness is happening. Uh, Mick and Olivia are still roping Duke into their weird little schemes about their anniversary, and basically it runs as a farce at this point. So everyone's running to and fro, and it's a madhouse. Yes. But guess what? Everything turns out fine. What? Whoa! Um, <laughs> they do find the space and food and chairs for these other guests. Brad keeps the investor busy with like hikes and rafting tours, and he's very impressed. Um, the arch gets built. There are schedules. The wedding is beautiful. 
Um, and even when the bride and groom walk back down the aisle as husband and wife and the arch collapses, Annalise isn't angry. She just, like, bursts out laughing. And so, because of, I think because of her reaction, everybody else also thinks it's kind of funny, including the investor. Yeah. So everybody's like, yay, this is great. Everything's good. Um, so Annalise and Brad, by this time, realize that, of course, they're still in love. Um, during the reception, they find a quiet spot to talk, and they admit their feelings to each other. Brad says he'll move to New York, as geography should not be a factor of their relationship. And they kiss. And because... One kiss means forever! This happy couple is back together for good. But wait! This movie is not over. We've gotten the happily ever after for the young couple, but what about the parallel couple? Because clearly Annalise and Brad are parallel for Mick and Olivia. Sure thing. So Mick and Olivia each pull off their anniversary surprise, and both are shocked that the other remembered this anniversary. So in the carriage house at their picnic, Mick finally, in the world of five fucking movies, mm-hmm. uh, proposes to, and Olivia accepts. Again, one, one kiss, kiss means forever. forever. Uh, it just took them a while to make the forever part, like, official. So um, how many more movies will it take for us to get to a wedding? We will never know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in theory, we will know if they... I don't even know if they're going to make any more. I have no idea. Who knows? But there it, it is. They're engaged. Is. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> it took them 30 years. <laughs> yeah. And like it was, it was kind of nice to have these parallel stories with Mick and Olivia and Brad and Annalise because they were both kind of like, how was it like for you when you reconnected after all these years? And what were the problems after yeah. all these years? And so like that was, I thought that was actually really cute. In yeah, storytelling no, it was, it was sweet. And it's interesting that this is the fifth movie because, you know, they've, they had, they obviously had the movie where Mick and Olivia find each other, but then there, there were three other movies. Um, one in which they like have like a rocky, like, oh, now we're like together. How do we do that? One in which Olivia's daughter gets engaged mm. and how they deal with that. And one in which they're planning the wedding of Merritt Palmer and Andrew Walker, I think, are the couple. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, Merritt Patterson? Yes, Patterson. Thank you. Um, and, you know, he's wealthy and she's not and she doesn't feel like she fits in. And they're, like, basically therapy. Tales Therapy wedding planners. You know. I kind of like the concept. I really like yeah. this concept. but it, it but it's it's surprising that it took until the fifth movie to get to the parallels as opposed to like oh, yeah, yeah. like the third movie. That's that's what I'm saying. Makes sense. Anyway, so I, I'm trying to decide how I best want to 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 explain my thoughts about this movie. Um, there there's sort of a whole lot, and the I guess. One thing I kind of want to talk about um, is we kept mentioning this fucking wedding arch in, in their synopsis. And I feel like I, like if you haven't seen this movie, I feel like I kind of want to explain that ultimately this is a pile of sticks. <laughs> Wait, but it's... But there actually, is a manual. I wrote that down. I was like, it comes with an Ikea manual. Called Birch 
Birch Arbor with a U. Birch Arbor Manual. That is a pile of sticks that you're supposed to like follow this and put together. And Tyler Hines says, okay, so this is, I guess this is sort of like a Hallmark Hallmark that I'm, I'm easing my way into because um, she is by the book and wants to go by the manual, doing mm-hmm. it by herself. He is like, let's just wing the fucking thing. Tries to put it up. Both of them fail miserably. And then he finally puts it up at like 3 o'clock in the morning. It's beautiful. And then it falls down. <laughs> so I don't know what this manual was all about. <laughs> but, but it's unclear that anybody used the manual at any point given point i think he i think he's alludes to the fact that he does when winging it doesn't really pan out Mm -hmm. but um it's a it's a thing yeah um how do you want to go about this do you want to just like dive into hallmark hallmarks and see what comes up sure there's one what the fuck moment that i have awesome um because i i have now seen this movie twice because as we said we watched it initially um and i noticed this the first time we watched it too and I watched, I noticed it again, and it baffles me every time. Um, so when they are, Mick is trying to hide his plans from Olivia. He's having Duke recreate these milky, milky, milky bars. Milky, mil- milky milk moon bars. Yes. He's like trying to get them, recreate them, because I don't know if you used to be able to buy them and you can't anymore. Or if, I, I don't, I don't know the history of these, but um, Olivia walks into the kitchen. And he doesn't want her to know what they're doing. So he decides to just throw them out. And he throws them out with the ceramic plate that they are sitting (laughs) on. (laughs) And I thought about this every single time. I was just like, but no, you wouldn't throw out the... What are you doing? (laughs) I mean, like, there's just so much. (laughs) Um... There was, okay, then I guess if we're doing, I have one what the fuck moment that I want to talk about before we go into this, is at the time when um, the 10 people are coming into the wedding Mm -hmm. and then Kenny, not Kenny, Mm -hmm. um, the investor, shows up and there's all sorts of hijinks and whatever and everyone has this like frenetic energy that they need to do something. I wrote down the dialogue about what this, what, how this, how this goes about. Okay. So... Annalise says, I can't do all of this. I don't have time. Olivia says, no, 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 no. Do what you need to do. We will handle it all. And then she's like, okay. So she leaves and Olivia and Mick are talking together. So Olivia goes, okay, we need to divvy up what we need to do. Mick says, okay, give me a list of things, whatever you need me to do. Okay. And it's just like, so the whole conversation is like, we got to do all these things and we're going to divvy it up how we're going to do it. We're going to do all the things that we're going to do with a list of things to do. Great. That was a really productive conversation. And then Tyler Hines is watching all of this and he just saunters up and he goes, I have an idea. (laughs) And you're like, thank God fucking god you have some idea because these people are just spinning their wheels going we gotta do these things and these are the things we're gonna have to do so let's talk about the things we have to do because we're gonna do them (laughs) and i remember that the first time we watched it too and i was like what dialogue like who wrote that down well my favorite piece of dialogue was uh tyler also tyler hens when he comes up to annalise and he goes you're busy i'm handy oh my god (laughs) That just gave me butterflies. I would love him to be handy all the way around. 
Like, literally, we're watching this movie, and then, like, Billy comes out of the bedroom, and I was like, this is my favorite guy, and he goes, because he looks like me. I'm like, it's one of the reasons. <laughs> but mostly, before we get into it, mm-hmm. I think I pinned down one of the things, uh, we talk about Tyler Hines all the time, uh-huh. one of the things that I enjoy about him is he takes the inanity of the dialogue that is inevitably written in these Hallmark movies, and he makes them not only supremely masculine... And, yeah. But he also makes them really touching at the same time. I agree. So he provides this level of realism that is not on the page. Yeah. Like, at all. Um, and I really felt that, that in this movie. Like, That's a fair. lot. Because um, they, they, they throw, like, really masculine things at these guys, like, going fishing, watching the game, <laughs> you know, in this, like, really girly kind of, out, like, like yeah. Yeah, atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. And he just brings a realness to it, so... A plus. Fair. All right. Hallmark Hallmarks? Um, I didn't uh, have too many. Uh, I didn't have too many. I had the, the fact that they were old flames. Yep, me too. Um, both people in a couple are trying really hard to surprise each other secretly. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the, we're going to be friends even though we're totally still in love. Yes, I have um, <laughs> the fact that, they, that uh, they're breaking up not to hold her back. Mm, yeah. Um, I called that making decisions on the other's behalf. There you go. <laughs> um, I also wrote that she has a signature necklace. Oh. Um, um, and I have that she's type A and he's laid back. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's true. I feel like I had that too. but well, We not, talked about it a second ago. No, but I had it written down somewhere oh. else. Oh, I had that in. Okay, I'll, I'll get it. Right. All right. Um, pretty Parade. Tyler Hines? <laughs> Snip, snap. <laughs> I didn't write that, but good for you. He's so cute. Um, I wrote the inn. The oh. inn is beautiful. The inn is nice. The grounds I, are gorgeous. And I said the picnic. Oh, yeah. I really liked the picnic. I thought that was really pretty. Me too, except I have part of that as an anti- so I'm gonna, the, I'm the, gonna, the the heart the big ass fucking heart. <laughs> oh, I wasn't calling that part of the picnic. I was oh. thinking that was a little bit post picnic. Okay, post picnic. <laughs> so then let's describe the picnic since we're per- pretty parading it. It was it was in the like carriage house shed thing. Yeah. Um, and I liked that there was like an old truck parked behind them, like it was outside. I thought that was like kind of weirdly nice. It's cute. Um, they had a a like checkered blanket thing that was nice and it had all these like twinkle lights and we know we like twinkle lights yeah and and a beautiful picnic basket the picnic basket was really well um sought out by nick but the twinkle lights were more than just twinkle lights because they were all around but then there were also the yeah they they dropped they dropped down so they were like if you were standing up they'd be below your waist yeah kind of thing um so when you're sitting down on the picnic blanket they're sort of all around you yeah like very right nice. and i really like that however the anti-pretty parade that i'm that we're talking about is if you turn the camera around there was this big giant lit up heart and now i'm thinking if you were to own a wedding venue that might be something that you have in your shed fine sure however that's just the cheesiest fucking thing <laughs> that I can think of for any sort of romantic thing is to have a giant like, light apart. No, it looks like it should be on stage at burlesque <laughs> with Christine Aguilera and Cher. Like 
you know, to come out and be like, you know, a kiss on the hand. Don't. <laughs> it really does. Though I think in burlesque, the lights would be pink. True. But still, I, I get your sentiment. Absolutely. Completely. Do you have uh, any more pretty braids? I have another anti. Oh, okay. Uh, my other anti was Jen's wedding dress. Oh. Was... I don't think the dress itself was necessarily ugly. I just think it didn't fit that actress. Mm. It was weirdly muffin topping her boobs. And it also simultaneously made her look like like she had a tummy. Interesting. Like it just, it didn't go in and out at the right places. And I, it, it's like weirdly, it's a flowy dress. It shouldn't be that big of a deal. I just, it did not flatter this actress at all who was a beautiful woman like it's she shouldn't have this issue and i was like no i i didn't really notice that because i was too busy looking at annalise's dress which i absolutely loved yes her dress was beautiful it was this dark super cute yeah it was this dark blue spaghetti strap number but the bodice of it was um embroidered floral design and then it also had a like a open up opened back yeah, in the hole kind of thing yeah. but like bigger than a keyhole it yeah it's like a yeah i don't know an oven <laughs> See, like, i don't know um, um but yeah. what, what i kind of have a weird pretty but anti at the same time okay we were talking about like the masculine thing that they had everybody do so they could be overly masculine they're watching the game with bottles of beer but the place in which they are watching it is still in the inn. And so these guys are on these old, like, settees. Settees, <laughs> like, brocade in, like, a chandelier in, like, all the... So it's a really, really, like, really stuffy looking kind of, like, <laughs> your great-grandmother's living room that no one uses except when there's company. That's where they're watching football. <laughs> so they're all very stiff and going like, yeah, the game. And you're like, you don't belong here. <laughs> Go to a bar. Uh, this is pretty funny. Yes. Um, did you have any across the universe? Um, I did kind of. Okay. Um, so we've mentioned a few times Tyler Hines being the handyman. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like in Flip That Romance and Winter in Veil, vale, mm-hmm. he is the um, he is always the go with the flow, um, you, you know, what, what spur of the moment kind of guy. And then inevitably, the other girl is um, she's the planner type A kind of like we which mentioned before. Yep. Um, but that is all always Tyler Hines' yes. character. Um, I really only had that Cindy Busby is a bitch again. <laughs> she is. She's, like, her reaction to Brad offering her help with the arch is just like, honey, he's trying to do a nice thing for you, and I realize that you're still weirdly mad at him. You haven't gone over gotten over this thing. But, like, civility. Civility. Come on. She goes. She goes from like in love to bitchy. I don't think she has yeah, any she, nuance. Right, it's, it's just uh, one two tone. Yeah. My I had only a one other slight across the universe, mm-hmm. and we sort of mentioned this when we did this episode, which was in the key of love, mm-hmm. where we have a place where you are somewhat isolated. And you go there having done no previous work for your wedding, and it's just one-stop shopping the week of. You get your wedding dress, you get your cake tasting, you get your flowers all in one place. Yeah. I did think that was 
shocking that Olivia goes with them to the cake tasting because I was like, haven't hasn't there's there's no way in hell that Olivia has not tasted every cake that this place has had to offer. I mean, like, sure. I mean, she seems to have a sweet tooth anyway. Yeah. <laughs> also, I did I did was like, why are these people not the size of houses? What is happening? They're eating. So much sugar. Speaking of which, I did try to look up the Milky Milk Moon Bar <laughs> recipe. And what's funny is I go to Google <laughs> and I write in Milky Milk Moon Bar and it comes up on like, you know, like the predictive thing, Milky Milk Moon Bar recipe comes up. Okay. I click it, but there is no recipe. It doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> which means that I'm not the first person to try and find this recipe, but to no avail. All right. Uh, new and noteworthy? Just the fact that it's kind of an interracial wedding. I also have, I, I wrote, is that an interracial couple? Yeah. <laughs> um, my other thing was that we've talked about this a while ago where they often try on strapless dresses but never get married in them. Oh, right. But she got married in a strapless dress. Good job. Yeah. And granted, she's not the like lead Hallmark heroine, but I'm counting it anyway. I'm counting it too. Um, The woman is of, I was actually kind of thinking about this, she's... Of something like, like some South kind of Asian, in, South yeah. Asian descent. So I was interested in the fact that like they cast her this way because that's not the typical wedding of that demographic. Agreed, but also she had she had the Irish cousins. Oh, she did. did. You notice so that? Mi- I think it is a mix. <laughs> so I was like, the all right, Finnegans were her cousins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, okay, that's it. Supporting shout outs. <laughs> okay. So I feel like you can't not mention Duke as the supporting shout out, but I have to tell a story and this is really bad. So the first, so this movie opens and Duke is the cook and like obviously the best friend and it opens on Duke and Mick planning the surprise for Olivia, right? But they are very close (laughs) in proximity and they're very close in like attitudes and that when i when we discovered that Mick and Olivia having no knowledge when we first watched this of any other wedding march movies that Mick and Olivia were were a couple i turned to Hannah and i go does she know <laughs> meaning i'm pretty sure that Mick and Duke are more than just friends i called him part of their throuple oh, they are. he is <laughs> Well, because also it's very odd because he's in all five movies and he he never has a love interest. It's just like not there. No. He's, he doesn't seem interested in it. And like totally fine. No judgment whatsoever. But also it's sort of surprising for these right. movies. Like he doesn't like go home to a wife or anything like that. It's no. Like, no. He's, he's definitely like. You're 100% right. It is, it's him in a thruple. Yeah. Like, they are way too close on screen. <laughs> um, but and, also, because he also does all the work for both of their surprises. <laughs> he, like, he does all the planning for both of them. Yes. They, they're like, just take care of it. <laughs> He's like, okay. So they would not have a relationship if it were not for Duke. No. Good old du- Duke. Duke. Duke is, Duke's makes their relationship work. <laughs> Um, he was also, I had two supporting shout outs oh, and he cool. was also one of mine. My other one was Lucas, because if you were to tell me that he was really marrying that actress and he was fully, he did not know this was a movie, I would believe you. 
Like he seemed so weirdly genuine. One of my favorite lines in this movie is when uh, they're doing the cake tasting and Jen is like, I like this cake. And he's like, I also like this cake. And she goes, huh, maybe we should get married. Some of that felt a little forced to me. Yeah, but, but I just I just thought it was, a, like, more cute. On her, yeah. That, like, that was kind of, like, the relationship that was cultivated. And, like, he, Lucas really just seemed like, I'm in a movie and I'm so <laughs> excited to be here. <laughs> I'll take it. I will take that. Um, kiss meter. Kiss meter. I realized recently that, uh, I only graded Annalise and Brad. Oh, me too. I'd completely forgotten about Mick and Olivia because they I don't just matter. didn't care. Yeah. No. Um, but so I, we're on the same page. I gave them a nine. Me too. What? We're on what? the same page? Um, I said Maybe was, we should get married. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm already part of your thruple, Katie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is true. <laughs> I am the duke in your relationship. What are you talking that, about? <laughs> I was not want to say it. Oh, I know... I know where I fit in. <laughs> but I don't think we ask you to do shit for us. No. <laughs> but yeah, I think you are the go-between sometimes. Um, we I, I, I said it was good, but it was it could have been longer. I think that would have made it a 10 if it had lasted longer than the 2.5 seconds that lasted. Yeah, I kind of... I So um, I said that... Because there were two kisses. Like, they kiss each yeah. other. They come... Uh, they, you know, they... they, they okay. Um, I said nine for both. Oh, yeah, no. Um, yeah. The reason it wasn't a 10 for me is um, usually I don't like seated kisses, but that's totally fine because they're sitting down at a table. But this one was fine. The reason I didn't make it a 10 is because they kiss for a second. They, you know, disconnect. They look at each other. They smile. And then he says, finally. Oh. And I was like, ew. But then they <laughs> go back and it's a really good kiss. But I think at this point in time, I just think that Tyler Hines is a good kisser. Yeah. Because that, like we mentioned in the last yeah. episode, he's the other part of my only <laughs> 10. So whatever. Um, but the finally made it kind of seem cheap. So they couldn't get a 10 on me in my book. That's fair. So uh, would you watch us? Well, um, yeah, I actually really like this movie. I think it's really like cute. I like that there's like basically three love stories happening at the same time, but it doesn't feel like mm-hmm. it's super rushed. I think that the uh, environment is really pretty. I like the wedding stuff, the goblets that they use to drink out of are like amazing, and the chandeliers, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like it. How about yeah. you? Um, so I was sort of doing a little bit of both um comparing it to the other wedding march movies as well as within the context of hallmark sure within the context of hallmark i'm much more neutral to it but within the wedding march movies i think it's the best one they've done oh nice so i I, like i i think this is the best wedding march movie it's the one i like the best for sure um as an overall hallmark movie i'm more on the neutral side I, i you know it's more of like I'll sit down and watch it, but I don't, I'm not going to go search it out, I don't think. I think the only part you really need to watch is when they go to the stationery store and they're looking at fonts and they try to embody what the fonts are. That's my favorite part, except (laughs) Cindy Busmead looks like she's trying super hard. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I'm a font or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But to see. I I think what we were really coming down on is Cindy Busby. No the best actress I in the world. I feel bad about that because she's in like some really cute ones but I think I have to she just 
I, I don't I don't ever like to shit talk on people, but I feel like I'm shit talking on this. Yeah, one. you know, like I I want to like her more than I think I do, and you know, it, it, I I just get the impression that a lot of the movies that she's in, if it were somebody else, I would like them that much more. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that's too bad. And I'm not saying that she shouldn't work. Clearly, we watch her movies anyway. True. We totally do. <laughs> she has, like, really attractive co-stars. So, good for her. Uh, well, anyway. that's all I got. That's I all I got, too. I really like this movie. So, right. I'm glad that you um, let us do this. <laughs> well, I, as I've said, this is our podcast. We can do whatever the fuck. Yes. So thank you very much for putting up with us on an off week. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Make sure you listen to us next week. We'll be back again. Uh, and uh, don't forget to change your clocks. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Change your clocks, but don't forget to follow us on Twitter where we um, tweet up a storm on most of the premieres and uh, share some fun stuff. Um, about the Hallmark moviedom. Yeah. Uh, so you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at one, number one, kiss means number four, ever. Uh, and you can send us an email at onekissmeansforever at gmail.com and everything is spelled out. Um, make sure to rate and review us on your podcast app of your choice. And um, Thank you to Flint Pastors for intro outro music. Good old Flint Pastors. You can find him on Spotify and SoundCloud. And uh, most of all, thank you to you, our listeners, for um, for be for bearing with us. Yeah, and we give, love you. We do. We really do. We love doing this. And thank you so much for listening. It makes it so much more fun. Yes. And we'll so. see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. just being cranky. It's fine. (laughs) Pigeon, come on out here, sweetie. You're fine.